0: I'm Crystal Craven, a singer, a songwriter, and a worship leader who's passionate about sharing what God inspires. And this is your weekly devotional. All right, Luke 11, verses 5 through 10 says, And he, being Jesus, said to them, Which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine has arrived on a journey and I have nothing to set before him? And he will answer from within, Do not bother me. The door is now shut and my children are in bed with me. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, Yet, because of his impudence, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. And I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. Now, this section of scripture is immediately following model for prayer where Jesus taught the disciples to pray and here Jesus gives some additional information including to be persistent in prayer and he tells this hypothetical story of going to a friend at midnight with a need and receiving what is asked for because of being persistent in asking. That word impudence in our English means to not show respect for. But that's not exactly what this is implying here. It's actually implying that this person is such a close friend that they feel that they can interrupt them in the middle of the night with a type of boldness or like a shameless persistence in their asking. Now, if you're only acquainted with someone, you really wouldn't call or text them in in the middle of the night, right? because that would be considered rude. But if it's your parent, maybe your sibling, a close friend, you definitely have more freedom to approach them in the middle of the night. And with God, we have even more freedom to go to Him at any hour of the day or night, because it's by grace through faith that we're no longer at enmity with God. We are His friends and His children, and we can boldly approach the throne of grace for help and we don't need to follow a like a certain etiquette or specific like cultural etiquette right because god is our abba that's that's our our dad our daddy and there is an important factor here though with this because we can't just ask for anything and expect god to magically give it to us you know god's not a genie that exists to provide our every desire but we can know that if we are seeking God and we're loving Him with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength and we're being transformed by the renewing of our minds that we can indeed pray in the perfect will of God. And for the things where in our flesh we don't pray in His will we're reminded why Jesus included your will be done in that model of prayer that He taught. And with that in mind, we need to be persistent in prayer. Now, our persistence you know, to another human being causes an urgency for, well, for human reasons. In this example that Jesus gave, it was mainly out of annoyance to the persistence. But God doesn't sleep. God isn't annoyed with us for our persistence. And God isn't even changed by our persistence because He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. But our persistence in prayer changes us. It gives time for our hearts to change and align with God so that when we ask, we ask in alignment with His will in which we will receive and find and the door will be open to us. As you persistently pray to the Father for things, Be open to letting the Holy Spirit change your heart and your mind and to be molding and shaping you into that image of Jesus through that transforming process of sanctification in your life. If you're not receiving and finding and having doors open, don't be discouraged. Instead, I really want to encourage you to ask God to search your heart and align it with His so that you can pray in His will, knowing that in His will, the answer is always yes. I'm going to leave you with these few verses from Paul's second letter to the church in Corinth in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 18 through 20. It says, As surely as God is faithful, our word to you has not been yes and no. For the son of God, Jesus Christ, whom we proclaimed among you, Silvanus and Timothy and I, was not yes and no, but in him it is always yes. For all the promises of God find their yes in Him. That is why it is through Him that we utter our amen to God for His glory. For blogs, written devotionals, and originally written songs, Visit crystalcravenmusic.com and that is Crystal with a K.